With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thank you for choosing Destiny Talk today. Today we'll be talking about getting into divine health, asking God to help us when we are in our time of need, the time that we need God to come in and intervene for us. So let us begin to just pray right now and thanking God for everything that he has done and will do in our life today. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor God, for everything that you're going to do in our lives and everything that you has promised, prophesied, or spoken over our lives today, oh God, that we would be able to get the results that we are looking for and asking for your divine help today in any situation that we cannot handle, any situation that we feel in doubt. We just give you praise, glory, and honor right now in Jesus' name. So today as we talk about divine help, we have to understand what is divine help and how do we obtain divine help. Divine help is when is something that is out of our hand, something that we cannot do on our own, that we need God to come and help us with, that we need God to intervene on our behalf. So as we begin to talk about that today, we'll understand that some things we cannot do on our own. It takes the help of God to allow it to come to pass. Whatever it is we're going through, we need his help, which God is unlimited, where man is limited because God created us. So we have to go to him for his unlimited power, for his unlimited resources, for his unlimited wisdom, that he has that will get us through everything that we're going through. Because as we begin to see that God, nothing is impossible for him to do in our lives. So as I have talked about in the past studies, that we have to go before God on our altar. We have to make sure that we incorporate prayer daily in order to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit, in order for God to give us wisdom, his word to open up to us, and the words that come out of us to be of power, might, and of strength from his spirit. So as we begin to build our altar before the Lord, as we begin to speak to him about the things concerning our life, we will begin to find out that nothing is impossible for God and with him we will be victorious. And as we deal with the wickedness in high places that are in Ephesians, we begin to realize that we should not be wrestling against those things. Because once we have an altar before the Lord that we pray and we begin to worship him, we begin to find out that our strength is not within ourselves, but it's within the power of God. So that's why he tells us that the things that we are wrestling against is is up in the spiritual realm. 
is not within us. It's not our neighbor. It's not our coworker. But it's those things, those principalities, those strongholds, that wickedness that comes from the spirit realm that he begins to reveal to us that we are about to be attacked or we are about to go through something, whether it be sickness, whether it be a death, whether it be poverty, whatever it is that we're going to go through in that season, God is asking us to don't fight the flesh and blood that comes against you, but go in the spirit realm and begin to fight, begin to pray with his word, begin to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and take over. So we have to stop fighting those things that we can see because those are not the things that are attacking us, but it is those things that is in the spirit realm. And then we will get that divine help, the help that we need that only comes from God, the help that we need that only comes from heaven that will fight the battle that we are facing. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And we have to always remember that those spiritual wickedness in high places, what are those high places? Those high places where people go worship, those high places where prayers of negativity, demonic prayers, wicked prayers, witchcraft prayers begin to come over us or be directed towards us. That way we'll know how to fight it and we can't fight it in our flesh, but we have to go in the spirit realm and rebuke the spirit of that um, high-placed worship that's going on against us. We have to rebuke the demonic spirits that are coming against us, our family, our finances, our, our whole life that we have, because God lets us know that the devil is down here on earth. He was cast down from heaven, which means he's here to, to just try to destroy anything that we're doing in our life. Anything that God has set up for us is going to be a battle because the devil is here. He wants us to worship him, and when we refuse to worship him, that's when we begin to go into the battle against our own destiny in, in trying to get our destiny back or to proceed with our destiny because evil is all around us. The principalities and the powers are the total of evil powers that threaten both men and the heavens. Because when we try to pray to heaven, those, those principalities and those powers are blocking our prayers from getting to heaven. So we wonder why it's taking God so long. We're wondering why God is not answering our prayers. Well, those are the principalities and the powers that are taking those things into the atmosphere and blocking them where they need to go. So we have to continuously pray. We have to continually seek the place of God in order to break through the heavens and get the negativities out of the way so that God can begin to release the blessings that he has for us. He can begin to release the promises and the covenant that he has in our lives and the prophecies that he has laid upon us. But we have to do our part through prayer. We have to do our part through worship because if we're sitting there waiting for God to do it. It's not going to happen. And then you're going to say, God, you're not real. God, you're not answering me. God, you don't hear me. You don't see me crying. And he's waiting for you to do your part. We have to incorporate prayer into our lives daily in order to hear from him, in order to talk to him, in order to get directions from him, in order to see where we need to go starting on our new day. And we should do that early in the morning. And God will always show up with his justice, his power, his blood, and he will call down those things that are trying to, 
to hinder us, that's trying to keep us from him because he wants to answer us. He wants to talk to us. He wants us to worship him. But the days that we decide that it's not important, but yet we're going through. The days that we decide we're too tired, but yet we need an answer from him. It takes communication. It takes commitment. It takes being available to hear what he has to say to us because we're always fighting for him to hear us. We're always saying, God, did you hear me? God, why didn't you answer me? Why don't you love me? But yet we are not stopping and taking that moment to listen to what he has to tell us. And we go to him in tears and we go to him crying out for the things that we need in our life, but yet we don't understand why that prayer is not being answered. We don't understand why God is not hearing and listening to us. So as we go to Exodus 14, we begin to go back over when Israel was leaving the Egyptians. And as they had to cross the Red Sea in order to get to the promised land, the promised land was not just promised to them alone. They had to do their own part to get over to the other side. They had to do their own part in order for that Red Sea to be um, parted. So they began to complain to Moses and say, were there not graves in Egypt? Hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? So as they're leaving Egypt, because God promised them that they were going to leave Egypt because he heard the mourning. He heard the things that they were saying, and they were crying out to God to help them. So then God comes. He sends Moses to take them from Egypt to the promised land. But as they're traveling through, they start to complain because now here comes Pharaoh coming behind them to take them back to Egypt. Here comes Pharaoh to take them back into bondage. They prefer to go back to Pharaoh into bondage than to fight for their freedom, than to fight for their promised land, than to fight with what God has promised them. And this is where the divine help has to come in at. Because when you see Pharaoh following you and he's going to kill you and he's going to make sure you go back into bondage and he's going to make sure that you never see the light of day of your destiny or your children see the the light of day of destiny and you're fighting to go forward and you're asking God what do I need to do you're saying what is going on because I got a red sea in front of me and I got death behind me because they don't want me to live according to what you promised me and you go to God for divine help and you say God I need you right now to answer me I need you right now God remember me have mercy upon me oh God I'm the one that prayed God I'm the one that sought your face every day I'm the one that built the relationship with you every day and when you begin to remind God of the things that you have done to keep that relationship with him then God takes the Egyptians and he leads them into the Red Sea after he parts the promise to his children of Israel they follow behind him them and then they get drowned in the Red Sea that's the divine help that we are looking for from God but God sent somebody to help them they obeyed the commands of God they did what God told them to do but when it was time to actually see the divine help they were one step away from giving up they were one step away from telling God it's okay it was one step away from telling God we prefer to go back and die in Egypt so when you are facing your situation of sickness and they're telling you they can't help you they're telling you that they are not there for you they're telling you that 
they don't love you. They're telling you that you're in poverty. They're telling you that your destiny will never happen. God is saying, but you're one step away from that promise. You're one step away from moving where I have the promised land for you. So it's up to you to decide where you want to go. It's up to you to decide how you want to live because God has given us free will, and he's told us to make the decisions on our own. So either you're going to go back to Egypt into poverty and into bondage, or you're going to fight for your freedom. You're going to fight for your promised land. You're going to fight for your destiny. It's easier to go back to something that you already know, something that you're already familiar with, but it's hard to fight for something that you don't know where you're going, that you may be the trailblazer that's going to go there, that you may be the person that God wants to take your family out of poverty, out of sickness and disease, out of things that you know are not good, out of things that you know that God wants you to come out of, but yet we don't fight for that destiny. We fight for the back destiny. We fight to go backwards. We fight to go backwards. And God is saying, come forward because I have something for you. Now, that promised land is not hard and not easy to get to because to try to believe God to open up a Red Sea, that takes faith. To believe God to open up something that's not even there, that takes a lot of commitment. So which one do we go to? Do we allow ourselves to stay where we're at and allow ourselves to believe that this is as good as it's going to get? Or do we say, God, by faith, I'm moving forward. I don't see where I'm going. I don't know where I'm supposed to be, but I can promise this. I'm going to try to get there before I leave this earth. I'm going to try to talk to you, God, before I leave this earth. I'm going to try to pray and have a commitment with you, God, before I I leave this earth because you are my creator. You are the one that put my destiny in place. So as the Egyptians was beginning to go and God said to Moses, look, I done put it in your hand already. You don't have to ask me what are you supposed to do because I've already put it in your hand. I got Pharaoh behind me trying to kill all of us and I got a rod in your hand that you need to use to get out of this situation. So God has put it in your hand what you need to do, but because that altar wasn't built, because that prayer life wasn't built, because that worship wasn't built, you don't know where your rod is at. You don't know how to get to it because you never talked to God to find out where it was at. So now the thing that is in your hand that can get your freedom is the same thing you're holding and looking back at Pharaoh thinking that you're going to die from that or that nothing will ever come of you, that nothing will ever be what God has promised in your life. So you have to ask yourself, where is the rod that you gave to me, God? Where is the prophecy that you put over my life? Where is the prayers that my mother prayed over me? Because those are the things that's going to get you forward. Those are the things that's going to get that Red Sea open. Not Pharaoh. Going back to Pharaoh is not going to get you any promises. The comfort zone that you are used to is not going to get you to the promised land. But God is letting us know that when he has promised it, he will perform because he watches over his word. He watches over his word. And it says in verse 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you, show it to you this day. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, you will see again no more. For the Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. Now this is a promise from God. Whenever you're walking into your destiny, Whenever you're walking into a promise, whenever you're walking into prosperity, whenever you're walking into your new life, 
there's always going to be a battle because your mindset is not ready for it. Your whole mind and body is not ready for the new you. It's ready to keep the old you because that's how you know how to dress, you know how to think, you know how to talk, you know how to walk. That's the person that you're used to. But when you move forward into a new person, you don't know how to think, you don't know how to dress, you don't know what to say because everything is new. But yet if you fight on towards it, you know the success is going to be there. You know the reward will be there because God is the one directing you. He's the one that gave you the rod to make it. He's the one that gave you the rod to cross over that Red Sea. Now, you have to understand the Red Sea is hard because that's a place of nothing but water. And you're looking at it saying to yourself, now, how are we going to get through that? How is this cancer going to be healed? How is this rent going to be paid? How is the car note going to be paid? How is my child going to get through it? And you're saying to yourself, but, Lord, I don't see a way out. I can't understand why we're in this. I can't see what you are doing, God, right now because of that Red Sea. But, God, I got bills behind me. God, I got the doctor telling me that I'm going to die. God, I got the doctor telling me that my child won't make it. God, my repossession of the car is looking at me, but you're telling me to go forward because you already put it in my hand. That's when I need to go down in prayer and say, divine help, help me now. Divine help, come right now. Hold my hand, divine help, because I need a word from God right now. I need God to move where he's never moved before. I need my prayer life to touch heaven right now, oh God, and make a way for me out of the Red Sea. Make a way for me with a rod in my hand, oh God, because right now I don't know what you are doing. But when we have a prayer life, before that Red Sea come, before Pharaoh comes up behind us, we already know how to get our divine help. We already know how to seek the face of God. We already know the rod that's in our hand is going to part that Red Sea. That's when you have an altar before God, before the Red Sea come. That's when you have a relationship with God before Pharaoh comes up behind you to take you back into bondage, to take you back into a place that you are fighting to get out of. So we have to focus on the fact that we need a relationship before we get to the Red Sea, which is taking us to our promised land. But if we don't believe it, if we don't have a relationship, therefore we will turn away from the Red Sea and go back and surrender to the place that God has taken us out of. So we need to pray today that God get me out of Pharaoh's bondage and help me get to my promised land. Help me get to where you have promised me because the rod that is in my hand, I don't understand, but I know my divine help is going to help me. Your divine help is when God steps in and takes over where you can't take it anymore. Your divine help comes when in Psalms 121 it says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. That's when you realize you can't do it. That's when you realize that you have no power is when you can look at God and say, but my help comes from you. So I'm going to look to your heel of favor. I'm going to look to your heel head rod of healing. I'm going to look to you to touch this situation, oh God. I'm going to look to you, God, to give me the money that I need to do what I need to do. Give me the medication I need, oh God, or the healing I need 
to get me healed, oh God. And we don't give up on God, but we continue to pursue to the Red Sea. And we continue to to make sure that we don't turn back to where Pharaoh is going to hold us back in Egypt. Because once he realized that he made a mistake of letting the children of Israel go, because now he's like, well, who's going to build? Who's going to put the straw together? Who's going to make our our nation great? When he realized he let them go, he ran behind them and said, we got to go get them because they're where our success. And Israel didn't realize how much knowledge and strength they had amongst themselves to make their own because they were too busy making that of the Egyptians. I mean, yeah, of the Egyptians. So let us go before God today that every hindrance that is in our life that is blocking our minds from our promised land, that it be destroyed now in the name of Jesus, that everything that is clouding our minds from prosperity, from destiny, let it be destroyed now in the name of Jesus. And we say that Psalms 22:11, be not, but be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help me. When you get to the point where you can tell God, nobody is trying to help me. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Nobody has the money to help me. Nobody has this, that, and the other to help me. But, oh, God, this trouble is around me right now, and I need your help. I need you, that divine help right now that can only come from you. And God will answer you. He will favor you. Why? Because you are his and you love him. When Esther was going through the annihilation of the Jews and she had to take three days of fasting and prayers with the rest of them and that she had to go to the king and plead for them. She had a relationship already with God. And when she said, if I perish, I perish. That meant that that relationship she had with God, she pulled that rod out and said, I know my divine help is here. I know when I go and do this, he's going to pull up something for me to get me out of this situation. So we have to do the exact same thing. Instead of looking at Pharaoh saying we're going to have to go back, instead of looking at Pharaoh saying he's coming to get us and we have no choice, You have to say to yourself, I'm going to look to the hills from whence cometh my help because my help is going to come from God. My help is going to come from prayer. My help is going to come from worship. My help is going to come from a clean mind. My help is going to come from me meditating day and night on the word of God. That's where my help is going to come from. And then it begins to say in 21, and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land that the waters were divided. So God kept his promise as they were going through the Red Sea and and Moses stretched out the rod and they began to walk. God kept his promise. But when they saw that Red Sea and they knew they couldn't get all of their stuff across there, they could have stopped right there and said, God, you didn't tell us the truth. God, you can't do that. That's impossible. They could have used that as their own carnal mind, but instead Moses took the rod by faith, 
by what God promised him, and God kept his word to him. So when we begin to go down in prayer on our altar and we allow God to speak to us and we hold fast to whatever he has told us and we don't change our mind, we don't doubt him, we don't question him, but we say, Lord, thy will be done. Lord, thy will be done. And we say yes to him. So in 23, it says, And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, watch the Lord look upon the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of the fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. So God took care of, his, of their enemies that came out to harm them, that came out to take them back to a place they were trying to get out of. And God covered the water and used the water and returned it in 28. It says the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. Not so much as one of them. So today, whatever is fighting your destiny, today, whatever the enemy has planned against your life, today, whatever the enemy has said concerning your life, we cancel it by the fire of the blood of Jesus. We tell the devil, stop now. We tell the devil that God has closed the Red Sea and we are going through and they are now drowned. That's what we tell the devil, that no weapon formed shall be prosperous over our lives. That's what we tell the devil when he comes into our lives. That's what we tell him when we're facing poverty. That's what we tell him when he begins to tell us that um, sickness has taken over our body. We have to speak the word of God. We have to believe that there is divine help that will come in the time that we need it to come. So when they crossed over on dry land, Pharaoh is back there drowning because he's got coming after them, not to help them, but to harm them. And God said, those are my people and I will protect them. And he's saying the same thing about you. I will protect you. You will not die but live. That diagnosis you got is not forever. It's not promised. It didn't come from me. I didn't put it in my word, and you don't have to live by it because it did not come from God. So, therefore, you stand on what the word of God has spoken to you. You stand on I shall live and not die when sickness comes and you're up in the hospital. I shall have prosperity and good health when things go wrong in your finances, when you got a repossession about to come, when you can't afford your rent and the eviction is coming. You have to stand on the word of God. You have to believe the unseen in your life before the seen can come. We have to stand when nobody else stands with us. We have to have faith when no faith is to be found in us because the waters returned and covered the chariots. That's how much God is saying, I will look after you when you look after my word, when you look after praying, when you look after believing, when you come to what you're supposed to be doing. So whatever it is you're going through today, go before God. Make sure that you are doing your part. Make sure that you are standing on the word of God. Make sure that you are worshiping God. Make sure that you are praying and having a relationship with God, and Pharaoh will not overtake you, and the promised land will be opened up to you in due season when we have the faith to believe that God 
will do and supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory. God is real. The blood of Jesus is real. And you will be victorious. Father, we thank you right now that everything the enemy has planned for us is canceled right now by the blood of Jesus. Father, we plead the blood right now over every bondage that is in our lives, and we have accepted that bondage in our lives. We plead the blood right now to cleanse it in the mighty name of Jesus. God, any diagnosis that we've gotten from the doctor that says we will not make it, that's giving us only a certain time to live, Father, by the blood of Jesus that heals us right now, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. Father, we stand on your word right now, oh God. We stand and believe, oh God, that we will make it to the promised land, that we will make it to our destiny by your word. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, that any family member, oh God, that's going through something and we have no means to help. Father, we ask you right now to open up heaven, oh God. And pour out that blessing because you said that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. So, God, we stand on the fact that you are going to supply the need of the person that needs it, oh, God. Open our eyes that we may see, God, that there's more for us than those that are against us, oh, God. As the devil begins to crowd this world with his wickedness, oh, God, as he begins to tell them to do the wickedness of his will, God. We stand right now, O oh God, and believe your word, O oh God, that it is canceled in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you right now. We worship and we praise you, and we surrender our will unto you, O oh God. We surrender our thoughts unto you. Our love is unto you, O oh God. Lord, open up heaven for us that we may get the divine help that we need right now in healing, O oh God, in finances, O oh God, in our children, O oh God, in our job, O oh God. We give you praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for Destiny Talk. We will be back again later on this week or in the beginning of next week, and we give God all the praise for whatever we're going through. Whatever situation you are going through, count it all joy because God is in it with you, and he is fighting for you to get the divine help that you need in Jesus' name. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.